This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Raw Beauty Talks. I'm your host, Erin Trelore. Ready to peer behind the highlight reel and all those polished pictures of the world's biggest influencers and wellness experts, we're going to uncover what beauty, health, and wellness truly means in today's world. As someone who really struggled with disordered eating and negative body image, I became a health coach because I'm passionate about redefining health and wellness so that it's less about the weight on the scale and more about how we feel. Let's pull back the curtain for some raw beauty talks. Hello, everyone. I am sitting in my living room right now with the skin magician who has been helping me out with my own skin for years now. She is an absolute genius in this area. I've always been in awe of the amount of knowledge that you carry about skincare and wellness. Amanda is joining me. She's the CEO, founder of Glow Dermal Therapy and co-founder of Strategy Skin. And I'm just so excited to have you here today. Thanks so much for having me. It's so nice to finally get to speak with you on this medium. So tell me a little bit about how you became so interested in skincare. So my journey began in high school, just the typical kind of breakouts, nothing too major, but I actually trained my stepdad at the time to give me facials. Oh, no way. (laughs) So I I always had a vested interest, but then in my early 20s, I ended up getting a significant bout of acne and it was so hard on my self-esteem. And at that point, really, I was going to Sephora, Shoppers, pouring over magazines and just trying to find the solution. And everything I did was making my skin worse and worse. And then not only was I experiencing acne, I was also getting redness, irritation. My barrier was stripped. At one point, my then boyfriend was feeling so bad for me that Mm. he did research into what could help. So he was whipping up egg white face masks in the kitchen, putting them on my face weekly And needless to say, that wasn't the answer, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, is it that simple? We just needed egg whites. (laughs) He he like, because he was in biochemistry, he's like the liposomes or he had this. So his heart was in the right place. Absolutely, The results weren't. Um, But really that led me down a path to figuring out skin health function physiology. And the training that I received in North America was kind of just scratching the surface. And then That led me on a pursuit to Australia, where I got to learn alongside dermal therapists. So I don't know if you know, but in Australia, you have to have a degree in skincare to do what we do here. What? Yeah. So it's four years and you learn all about function, physiology, and how the skin works. You are a doctor of the skin, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. if, If you learn in Australia. So I had the huge advantage of going there and really learning, taking a deep dive into skin and fixing my own skin and then bringing it back to Vancouver to help others. Wow. I always think that the people who are the best at what they do come from a place where they've struggled Yeah, in the area that they are now coaching and teaching and leading in, creating products and whatever it is. Like those individuals always come to the table with 
a different level of passion and fire for what they do. I think that's because you have a why and like that why hits a touch point in your heart that means so much to you. And mm. so you can truly feel how it will impact others. Yeah. So now having this beautiful space in Kitsilano in Vancouver and having worked with hundreds of women, models, actresses, you know, people in the community, people who are traveling from near and far to see you, what are some of the most common reasons that women come into the clinic? I would say that one of the things that sets us apart at Glow is creating a plan. So a lot of places offer amazing treatments. They've got vast protocols and treatments that they can give to their patients, but we really individualize. So a lot of people that have kind of like me tried everything or they've gone here and there and they really feel lost, mm. they'll come and we want to create kind of a structure and a plan for you so that you feel empowered with decisions. And it's not a pushy model. It's yeah. that like even for yourself, like you've been to our clinic and it's figuring out kind of what are your goals and what does that look like for lifestyle, for budget? Do you want downtime? Would you rather something easier? Mm -hmm. So really kind of tailoring that to you specifically. I love that about your clinic. And I'm always like, just burn off my face, just strip <laughs> it down and do whatever you need to do. And, uh, and you're also really good at being like, you don't actually need that at this moment. And the first step is actually, well, the first step for me was improving and healing my skin barrier, which I really want to talk about with everyone. So hang tight. Cause we're going to talk all about that. It really was the game changer for my own skin. Yeah. So what are some of the most common symptoms that people are experiencing? Like, is it wrinkles? Is it rosacea? That's something I struggle with. Is it, um, hyperpigmentation? What are like, what are the most common insecurities that women have about their skin? I would say that all of the above and in different ways. And sometimes it's people don't know the wording for it and that's okay too. So you can come in and say, I don't like these brown spots or the redness here. So a lot of times, the top concerns, especially in Vancouver, would be disrupted barriers leading to kind of diffused redness, rosacea, yeah. also pigmentation, acne. And then lately, I think it's probably from social media, but really noticing that the laxity or falling of the skin, everyone wants that, that snatched look. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about this snatched look and just social media's impact on the way that we see ourselves. Have you noticed as someone who's working with people over the years, social media has been around for a long time now, but have people been becoming more self-conscious about their skin, do you think, because of social media? I think it's twofold. I think one, people are becoming more aware of taking care of their skin and realizing that it's more than just say Botox and fillers. Like it's more than just the absence of wrinkles. It's kind of that health of the skin. So on one hand, it is positive because people are learning to take care of their skin younger, wear sunscreen. Yes. But on the other hand, I think like clients have brought in videos of influencers or actresses and been like, why is their skin perfect? And I'm like, they don't even have a nose in this photo. Like, it's so filtered, um, which is fine. But it's just people aren't realizing that that layer of on social media that's distorting kind of our reality. Yeah. I think that's so important to note when we're talking about skincare is that often we're comparing ourselves to these ideals that are impossible to ever, for anybody to ever have. And looking at you, you have 
basically flawless skin, but I've also been there with you in appointments where you're like, yeah, I have a big zit on my cheek, on my chin right now. Like even, even individuals who have the most glowy, beautiful skin are going to have pores and the odd pimple and hyperpigmentation sometimes. Like our skin's not supposed to be perfect. No. And our skin is an organ. It's our largest organ. And it's basically, it shows us what's going on in our bodies. So I actually just got these NADIVs. I'm really into kind of longevity and different treatments, but that caused a severe breakout on my forehead. And because I did a series of them, I was breaking out consistently for the past few weeks. And it was quite humbling because I'm like, oh, right, this is what I felt like. But also it's a way to explain that like, this is just what's going on. Now my body's detoxing and Mm. I'm creating new healthy cells and that's okay. So, okay. I'm so curious about this. I've been hearing about NAD everywhere right now. Like Tony Robbins is talking about it at my life. All these people are, are crazy about NAD right now. So do you think that whenever we have acne, it's a way of our body detoxing or like sometimes is it hormonal? Is it, I mean, there's so many different factors that could come play. Yeah. There's so many different reasons for how things show up. Something that's interesting, and I know we'll talk about strategy later, but vitamin A is a fundamental nutrient in the skin. And sometimes it can be a vitamin A deficiency in the skin. Other times it's, there's a balance out of whack for cortisol or progesterone versus estrogen, Mm. or it could be, yeah, you've really hit the alcohol and coffee and didn't get enough water. And there's so many reasons that our skin can present with different maladies, whether that's breakouts or rosacea or pigmentation. And that's why at Glow, we create that plan because it's not just a simple, like get a laser and you're fixed for life. Mm. It's a journey. Do you find after looking at so many different skin types that there are certain things where you can look at it and be like, oh, this is, this is the issue. Like you need more omegas or you need more, uh, you need to reduce stress. Oh yeah, definitely. You can. And a lot of times I also know my limitations so I can get a client from this level to here. But if there's something deeper going on, I always refer out to a naturopath or an acupuncturist. So I don't try and do it all on my own, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times I can say to someone, oh, I think you're deficient in omegas and vitamin A, maybe go check that out. Oh, I love that about you. It's so cool. I feel like when you're an expert in these areas and you can start to pinpoint various things that are going on underneath the skin to support people in, you know, improving the the health and well-being of their skin. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that really don't help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversation, and Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teachings so you're ready to practice what you learned in the real world. If you're heading to another country, 
country anytime soon, start using Babbel a few weeks before you go to learn basics like how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while you're away. So fun. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash raw beauty talks. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash raw beauty talks. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code rawbeautytalks at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code rawbeautytalks. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you over. Okay. I want to talk about the skin barrier because this was such a game changer for me. When I was growing up, I used like oxy pads. I used clean and clear with those little like scrubber, sandy exfoliating bits in it. I, I mean, I just remember feeling like I want to scrub clean my face to help improve you know, the zits that I was getting or oily skin. Talk to me a little bit about the skin barrier and how some of the things that we practice today are actually destroying it. Were you in the proactive club like me? Oh my God. I was, de- I was fully in the proactive club. Yes. Same. So on that journey that I was telling you about, it was St. Ives, Oxy, proactive, and that's why my skin barrier was also disrupted. And so going on this learning journey for me, I realized that healthy barrier function is the number one thing for healthy skin. So your barriers almost think of it like a jacket. It protects your skin. It prevents transepidermal water loss. So it prevents you from losing that water, which makes a grape turn into a raisin. Mm. It keeps your skin young, healthy, plump, and also it feels nice. So I don't know if you noticed, but when you were stripping your skin with all those things, it's almost hurts to the touch. Mm-hmm. So we at Glow, our number one focus is always fix the skin barrier. A lot of clients come to us and they've had breakouts in the past recurrent. And I look at their routine and I'm like, you are using an exfoliating toner, an exfoliating face wash, scrub, like stripping masks. And you look at their skin and their poor cheeks are red and raw, or there's flaking around their chin or their Mm -hmm. forehead Mm -hmm. and it's because they haven't supported the barrier and I think as a society just like with food people label things bad for a while in skincare oils were labeled bad and comedogenic and things to break you out but if you're using the right oils and the right moisturizers 
we need that fat in our skin. Mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like fat got such a bad rep in all areas of yes. life for a really long period of time. And right when, when we needed it, whether it was the fats and foods, which now when I think about cutting out things like avocado and olive oil and olives and like all these beautiful foods that are so supportive of our body from the inside out, it seems wild. Yeah. But you're right. We were doing that for our skin as well. Now those people, especially like of Scottish descent or people that really lack that oil in their skin, if they go on diets where they're taking that out internally and externally, like it's not a good no outcome. Bueno. You not want good. all the fat, both yes, externally yes. and internally. I mean, I have usually half an avocado every day with olive oil poured on it, which so my 16-year-old self would have died at yeah. the fact that I'm doing that. But I feel like my body does need that, yep. along with omega-3s, which have been such a huge one for both skin, nails, and mental just health. mental health. Yeah. yeah, omegas are so key, I think, in anyone's diet because you're getting that anti-inflammation. So if you suffer from breakouts or inflammation from rosacea or pigmentation, you need that anti-inflammatory. And also that fat is going to give you that healthy glow. Yeah. What other things would you recommend for people to be doing to support their skin barrier? I think auditing your routine and seeing how many exfoliators you're using and maybe cutting that down to one product or less um, times a week using those exfoliating products. And then you can also incorporate sometimes oils if needed, but other just water-based serums and then layering your products really helps. Any foods or things like, is sunscreen going to protect the barrier or is that different? That's different. Still. Yeah. Any kind of intrinsic and extrinsic factors can affect your barrier. So if you were drinking a ton of coffee and alcohol and not getting fats or water in your diet, that's going to affect your barrier. But also when you ski and um, the sun, of course, like protecting your barrier with sunscreen is important as well. This is the first year where the summer I was in a hat like 24 seven and Amazing. where I really felt like, okay, you know, it's good to have vitamin D and I love the feeling of the sun on my face, but it just didn't feel like it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working so hard to improve that skin barrier and it just didn't feel like it was worth it. Okay. So skin barrier, we're talking about omegas, looking at your routine, making sure you're not using too many exfoliants, drinking enough water, being mindful of coffee and alcohol, which I can proudly say I don't, not proudly, but I can't have those things really because of my anxiety. So I feel like that's probably been helping a lot. And then I have been coming to you for more regular facials. And even though I would love to go weekly, that's not in the budget for me. And also timing wise, but I've been going about once a month and it has been such a game changer. And like you, <laughs> I almost don't want to tell people how good you are because I'm like, they'll steal my spots, but you just have this magic touch where you leave feeling like you've had a full body massage and just have come back down to earth. Like I leave feeling so much more grounded and you're so supportive and never make me feel bad about, you know, what I'm coming to the table with. It's so nice to hear you say that. So thank you. And even just looking at your skin right now, it looks incredible. Like just that the light is bouncing off your skin in such a beautiful way because it looks healthy. Mm. And I think for me, going through that acne experience and having experiences in the past or clients who've told me about their experiences where they've gone places and were shamed 
That is never my approach because I know firsthand how it, how vulnerable it feels to be on that table with all your flaws or your perceived flaws exposed and feeling judged is not some, like nothing, not something that we would ever do at Glow. And my team is so amazing too. And we all live that philosophy and we're here to help. Why would I want a practice for someone to come to feel insecure? Mm-hmm. Like the goal for Glow is for you to walk in and leave better than you left in terms of the results in your skin, but also just the human part of you. Like, yeah. did you slip into those comfortable sheets and hear the like beautiful music and smell this, the nice scents around you? Mm. You've done such an incredible job of creating just that environment to hold people basically while they come get their facial. You also seem to have a lot of knowledge around various procedures that you don't offer at your clinic, but that you're supportive of for people to have if it feels right for them. So Botox, fillers, lips, all of that kind of stuff. And I get on the table and I do not shut up the whole time. I'm that annoying person asking all of the questions. What do you think are some of the most common things that you're seeing in regards to procedures or things that people are doing with their faces right now? That's a really interesting question. And it was a choice to not offer those services at our clinic, but I'm very supportive of them. And so there are some people that see us and they can feel really good because they're like, they're not going to push that on me. But other clients like yourself who are so curious about what other treatments there are and what people are doing, a really, really popular procedure right now that's kind of made a resurgence is Sculptra. So it's poly L. It's a filler that's not actually hyaluronic acid. Okay. So it's injecting almost suture-like material, like very fine, but it's suspended in a saline solution. And what that's doing is it's creating your body to create collagen around those areas, but it does increase volume. So I think a lot of people are more careful about getting fillers right now because of what they're hearing around filler migration or kind of that hydrophilic where people are getting that puffy face. Right. So a lot of people now are moving towards Sculptra. It's a lot more subtle and you have to get a few sessions close together and then it's supposed to be good for three years. Oh, interesting. Whoa, this is crazy. So when they're injecting it, is it, does it look just like a fluid? Yes, because it's suspended in saline. So it's just like they're injecting saline, essentially. Okay. And all these fibers are very almost microscopic, so you can't see it going in. Whoa. Yeah. And then once it's in there, it just sort of stays put, but your body starts to form collagen around it, and then boom, you look younger, and everything's a bit more snatched, as you yes. said before. It's not without <laughs> risk, though. Um, Sculptra, I think why it was off the market for a while or wasn't as widely talked about yeah. is because you have to go to a very skilled injector. They need to inject closer to the bone, and you have to massage for five minutes, five times a day, for five days. Because it is your own body's collagen that you're creating, in order to do it uniformly, like you want to massage it so that you're not creating a ton of collagen in one area. <laughs> okay. Okay. So there, there's a bit of a process afterwards that's involved. Just for the record, for right now, I am not doing this. I just have all the questions about these. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by it, but either you're with me or you can just fast forward this part, whatever. Well, and I think that it's 
it's okay to get all your information, right? It's, it's nice to do research and know what's out there and then make the decision for yourself. It doesn't hurt to have the information. And sometimes I just want to know so that I understand when I see somebody on social media or in the media and I'm like, how do they look so good? I yeah. like to understand what the possible things are that they might be doing yeah. and to have, have that awareness that maybe it's not just my skin being bad or not doing what it should is that there are a lot of things people are doing these days to tweak and uplift and that's totally fine for them. And, you know, if I ever decide to do it for myself, that's fine as well. And just arm yourself with the knowledge. Exactly. And it's almost like the NAD and, or peptides that are coming out. Like there's all this information and it's, if you are interested in it, it doesn't hurt to just to learn and then make the decisions from an educated standpoint. Yeah. So you have, you mentioned to me on the table one time that you've heard of people going for sessions where they're talking about Botox or whatever it is. And I think one thing that you mentioned that's really interesting is that your approach is not to shame people or make them feel less than when they come to see you. In the skincare world, in advertising and in specific clinics, I think that's actually a really common approach. I mean, I've even gone for Botox five years ago and she's like, wow, yeah, you've got really deep creases in your 11 for wow. your age. So we should definitely be doing some preemptive work here to make sure that they don't get worse. And just her like taking that little gasp made me feel so embarrassed. Like, oh my God, I'm aging faster right. than others. Yes, I do need to deal with this. Uh, and I think that's a common approach that a lot of clinics are taking. And then when we're in that space where you feel vulnerable and ashamed and less than, we're much more likely to pay the money to then have those things fixed. Talk to me a little bit about some of the price tags you've heard that people have spent on skincare. Oh my gosh. It is so vast. A girlfriend and I actually went down to a clinic in LA that is pretty well known. And we went for consultations and I decided to go forward with a laser. Yeah. So I just had um, a CO2 laser for around my eyes, but they were really trying to upsell on fillers and Botox and all of these treatments, which I didn't go ahead with, but the price tag on that was going to be 18,000 US. What? Yes, and then for the laser, so I did go ahead with the laser, and they told me that there were these creams that had to go along with, with it. And I thought, okay, this is for healing. These are the prescriptions that you have to get after CO2 laser. And because I'm in skin, skincare, I am aware of, of what is what. And so when they brought out a whole skin kit, it was, I think, 12 products. And I was like, oh, what are these? She's like, oh yeah, these you'll use in two weeks after your skin heals. I'm like, oh, but they're not for healing. Like I don't, want to take these random skin creams and they were like there was like 12 of them and she was like oh well the doctor says you have to and they there was a price tag on it for eleven hundred dollars what and i just kindly said you know i have a really well-developed routine and really happy with my products so i'm going to leave these at the front and they begrudgingly took them back but it was so most people going in there who would have no clue would end up spending an extra eleven hundred dollars on these formulas that weren't even specific to what they needed. No. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it is a multi-billion dollar industry 
And I do think like there is definitely a place for medical grade skincare. I'm not absolutely saying that absolutely it is an industry that is necessary, but it's hard to navigate when you don't have the information. So if someone came into you, when you said at the beginning, one of the things that you offer is a plan, you would help them to determine, okay, here's where we're going. We're going to start here. And then if you're thinking about that, this is probably the best route to take, whether that's a medical grade treatment or not, but you can help people map this out because you've got so much knowledge in that area. Exactly. And we consider your budget. We consider your lifestyle. We consider what's feasible because someone might come in and have the budget to do all the things, but maybe not the time Mm. or vice versa. They might have the time and not the budget. And it's really personal to each individual and what their skin goals are. And, you know, someone can come in and have freckles everywhere and think, I love those and I don't want to get rid of them. And that is them. And that's beautiful. So we're not there to tell you what's wrong unless it's something like your barrier being stripped and you're raw and red. <laughs> right. And then I'm like, you know, we, we have to fix this <laughs> because it's going to trickle over to every facet. So, but if it's just unique things about yourself that you love and you don't want to fix, who are we to tell you to fix them? In your experience, your journey, whatever we want to call it, you came to realize that there was a bit of a spot in the market where you were, where something was missing and, um, something that you find to be incredibly important and potent in regards to healing skin. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So it's actually been in the works for me for five years and I just launched a product. It's a retinol. Uh, it's a retinol, not a retinol. What's, what's, what does that mean? What's a retinol versus a retinol? So, so at its baseline, what retinol, which most people know of, is is vitamin A. And vitamin A is a fundamental nutrient for the skin. We're often lacking in it in our skin. And retinol or vitamin A at its core is great for cell turnover. It creates collagen. It's scientifically validated to create younger, healthier skin. However, it's pretty often irritating. So there are vitamin A's on the market that are retinol esters or retinol palmitate, and they need to convert in the skin five times to turn into the retinoic acid that our skin needs. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you're going to a doctor, you're getting a prescription tretinoin. It's the most potent, the most active, and the most irritating form. Mm. So a lot of people can't tolerate that on their skin. And for me, vitamin A in my clinic is omnipresent. We really stand behind vitamin A, but I'm also cognizant of the irritation of it. So I formulated strategy vitamin A serum, and it is a retinol at its base, and it's a retinol to hide. So it's one step away from the prescription tretinoin, Mm. but it's encapsulated in a liposome. So it's encapsulated in cloudberry, which is inherently rich in vitamin C and antioxidants. And it drops it right to the cell where it needs to work and convert. And your skin stores it and utilizes it as it needs it. So really good for anti-aging. And I know that that word anti-aging can be thought of in a negative light, but mm, yeah, but it can help to heal the skin and to support it in like looking its best that it possibly yeah. can. 
We've also bolstered it with, because we've spoken so much about barrier, we've really fortified it with omegas and algae and barrier supporting ingredients, as well as peptides to give an immediate softening and smoothing to the skin. I can't talk about the science behind this, but I can talk about how incredibly (laughs) it works. And you know, anyone who's listening, I don't talk about products on here that I love. This isn't a sponsored podcast episode. It is just an opportunity for me to share something that I have found really changed my skin. Like I am obsessed with strategy. I do two pumps every evening. Um, I was doing it in the morning for a bit, but I find that I like it better in the evening. It smells so freaking good. And it has more importantly changed the quality of my skin. There are not that many products that you try where you're like, this really created an obvious change. Whereas I feel strategy did that for me. When I was formulating, that was one thing I was so cognizant of is I didn't want to white label a product or create a product just to have my name on it. I wanted to take all the principles of Glow's philosophy of like restore the barrier, give it the vitamins it needs to create the change. And I think on the market, there are so many people putting out lines to have their name on it. But with my background and having been in practice for over a decade, I was like, I want to create something that will create change and that people will love. And it's been so satisfying seeing clients repurchase and just seeing the change in their skin has been so satisfying. Where would you recommend people fit this into their skincare routine? Well, that's why we formulated it to be a three-in-one. So with the peptides, the antioxidant barrier support, and the retinol, if you're a busy mom or someone who doesn't want to put a lot into their routine, it can be the only product you use in the evening. Mm. If you're on the drier side, I still would say put a moisturizer on, but it's the only serum that you need. And you will see a significant change in your skin from just that and sunscreen. Amazing. Now, if somebody out there is listening right now and is like dying to have an appointment with you, but isn't going to be able to make it in in the next little bit, what tips or advice would you have for individuals who are wanting to improve their skin health that they could perhaps do at home or with products that they already have? So take an audit of your skin routine. Make sure that you're not over exfoliating. Although exfoliation is important, just don't overdo it. Sunscreen, I mean, I feel like it's beating a dead horse, but sunscreen is so important. It's the number one thing to protect your skin. And a vitamin A, those things will create life-changing experiences for your skin. Mm, I love it. And then water. I feel like water I'm going to add to the mix because when I'm dehydrated, it is like a whole different story. And keeping myself hydrated has been such a an challenge. Something that, yeah, it is a challenge for me. I know some people are so good about always carrying around their water bottle 24 seven and staying so hydrated. And, um, and that's just not me always, but I've found when I wake up in the morning, I have my smaller swell bottle and I down one of those before anything else goes into my body. And I just get some of my hydration going. And I do find it makes a difference not only to my skin, but also to my energy Energy. levels as well. Yeah. Water is without a doubt the most important internal thing that you can do. Have you ever tried doing like one liter mason jars and prepping them with um, cucumber, lemon, and mint, and just keeping those in your fridge because it's like a treat? 
Oh, that sounds spa water. I'm going to try that this week. I mean, I've obviously had water with those things in it, but have I kept it in my own fridge? No. No. And it's something that I, I fall in and out of the habit, but when I do it, it's enjoyable to drink. And then you can refill that jar like two or three times before the lemon makes it bitter. Yes. And it's just a really nice way to get water in and not feel like a chore. I feel like that sounds so luxurious and I, I love it. I always love those tips that we can start to apply right now. Make sure you're not over exfoliating. Check out Strategy Skin and Glow Therapy. I'll tag both of them below. If you have any questions about skincare that we didn't touch on today, please let me know in my DMs at Raw Beauty Talks because I am going to have Amanda back again and we'll just do a Q&A based on the questions that you all have. So anything that you want to know about, whether it's aging, acne, if you want the juice on plastic surgeries and procedures like me, whatever it is, send me a message. There's no silly questions. You know I love to hear all of it. Where can everybody find you if they want more information about glow and strategy? You can find us on Instagram at Glow Therapy or at strategy skin and email at hello at glowtherapy.ca. Amazing. And remember that no matter what your skin looks like, as you're listening to this episode, you are so welcome here. You are normal. I'm sure that all of us have experienced whatever it is that you're feeling ashamed of or you know, doubting yourself about in regards to your own skin, whether it's like the random hair coming out of your chin or the freckles or the hyperpigmentation or the redness. It's all normal, all welcome. And it's part of the human experience. Sure is. Thanks again, Amanda. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, or follow on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with someone that you think could benefit. Join the Raw Beauty Talks community at Raw Beauty Talks. And remember, it's your story, your body, your mind, and your journey. So think about what resonates with you and leave the rest behind. I'll see you next week. Do you ever feel like you're struggling through motherhood? You're not alone. I'm Erica Jossa, host of the MomWell podcast, therapist and mom of three. Join me each Wednesday as I sit down with guests, including psychologists, pediatricians, psychiatrists, fertility specialists, lactation consultants, and more to unravel the myths of motherhood. With expert advice, practical tips, self-love, and some coping skills to help you along the way, you can become the mother you want to be. Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com slash listen or on your favorite podcast platform.